First and Fanatic. Hey everyone, it's me, Waz, and Ben, and this is another episode of First and Fanatic, where we're going to give you all our sports takes. Ben, want to start it out? What'd you think of the NFL? I mean, there's some crazy games that happened this weekend. So, watching the games, no team that advanced impressed me. No team that made it made me think, oh my god, this team can go all the way. Each team had flaws, each team showed me that they are beatable, and each team, even Dallas, even Dallas, I mean, Dallas did great. They beat up Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, but I don't think Tom Brady and the Buccaneers deserve to be in the play. Yeah, I mean, the Cowboys were definitely the favorite. They won four more games than the Bucs. So it was pretty tough to watch the Bucs go out like that, but I kind of expected it. Yeah, The Cowboys just have a lot of playmakers so on both sides of the ball. So they kind of just did their job, and it's going to be a big test this week against, against who are they playing against? I don't know. I'm, I think Why don't I see the Dallas Cowboys should be here? playing... Oh, the 49ers. Yeah, they have to play the 49ers, which is going to be like Ooh, that's a really game. good test for their defense yeah. because, yeah. I mean, they can beat up on a team with a bad O-line like the Bucks, but against the 49ers, I mean, they're stacked. Yeah, and then you got the and, Giants versus the Eagles. Yeah, yep. and I know that the Seahawks are kind of a weaker opponent, but the 49ers impressed me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're stacked. I mean, like, look at the team they have. I mean, it's an incredible run they're going to make. And, you know, they get, uh, was it Purdy? He's having a phenomenal playoff. I mean, like, he's playing really well. Yeah. I mean, the, so those teams did really well. I, like I said, I, it's hard for me to get behind any team right now in the playoffs because each one showed that they have, even the Eagles, even, you know, uh, Kansas City, all these teams aren't dominant. Like, they're not like, oh my God, this team's going to, you thought the Eagles were going to do it. And then they showed that they're that they're not that sturdy. So I mean, I, I like the playoffs this week were disappointing for me. I, I thought a lot of the games had better potentials than what they were. Uh, kudos to the Jaguars because I went to bed. I was like, I'm going to bed. I was like, San Diego got this. And then I woke up and I went, what? <laughs> so mad props to the Jaguars and the Jaguar fans. I mean, you know, who stuck out? I guess some people left. You know, you. <laughs> You know, you never leave. You never leave. You stick it out because you never know. I mean, that was amazing. To put it in context, the Patriots had that Super Bowl comeback against the Falcons. That was a 25-point yeah. lead, and so the Jaguars came back from 27 down. Yeah. So, I mean, and that was an even bigger comeback. four interceptions. <laughs> that was just yeah. the way that they, I don't know, that, that Trevor Lawrence just, like, marched them down the field. Their offense has been good the last few weeks, like the last month or so. They're finally hitting their stride. It's obvious that Urban Meyer was the problem last year. Yeah. With yeah. Trevor Lawrence and the offense, like I mean, he was just a disaster of a of a coach. So this year is I I kind of feel like this is Lawrence's rookie season, really. Yeah. Last year was kind of like a we as an actual coach a joke. Yeah. We so. actually coach that gives a crap. Like like we need in um in New England, you know. <laughs> no offense, Matt Patricia, but that was terrible. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, good for the Jaguars. They they got the number one you know generational quarterback and then they tanked the next season got a, a number one defensive lineman Trayvon Walker so yeah I mean that was an awesome comeback you also have to take a look at how it played out so I, I watched the whole game and the refs were honestly like letting <laughs> letting some calls get away like Joey Bosa I think he had a pretty strong case for why he was so upset I feel like he definitely was getting held yeah and they weren't calling it so I mean that that happens yep. in the NFL. I don't know. Whatever. Richard Seymour. It sucks Eli when you're on the losing <laughs> end of it. Yeah. But I mean, so I think he had a good case. But then the Jaguars, I mean, they came through. They they converted a two-point conversion. 
at the end to you know to keep the pressure on Doug Peterson. He's just I have to give him credit. He has balls. Like the way that he just coaches every everybody aggressive. I mean, or like the scheme is aggressive. Everybody looks ready to go. That first half was weird. You know, they just gave the Chargers some short fields and they converted touchdowns. Yep. The Chargers, though, they were missing Mike Williams. They let him. They let him play in Week 18, and then he got hurt. He fractured his back. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. a good lesson. Don't play your starters if yeah. you have your. That's why a lot of teams sit spot locked yeah, up. A lot of teams sit them. It's crazy. I thought Miami could have beat Buffalo if they had Tua. I, I really do. I think that would. I think that would have been an upset of the year. Um, I think you know Miami has a bright future. I, I mean, if they, I don't. If I hear all these rumors like Miami might get rid of Tua. Why? He was good. I mean. I'm proud that they sat him and he didn't come back out. I am proud of the Miami Dolphins for not letting their franchise future quarterback jeopardize his health with concussion syndromes just to make the playoffs and win a playoff game. I mean, that shows mad props to them. I mean, because guess what? He's a human being. And they they thought of it like that. They're like, look, he's a human being and he has a future. And why jeopardize this kid by throwing him out there? Yeah, you want to win. Yeah, of course you want to win. But are you going to hurt someone to win? I mean, that's... that's not right. Yeah, I think that the Dolphins obviously hung in there with the Bills. It's a divisional game. I feel like the AFC East, they always have close games no matter what the difference in talent is between yeah. the two teams, yep. even like the Patriots era and stuff like that. AFC yeah. East games are always competitive. Yep. The Dolphins, they're a good team. You know, they're not terrible. No. They went 9 and 8 this season, Buffalo 13 and 3. Obviously, there's a huge difference in in their record. But, I mean, and then Miami had all that trouble with quarterback this year, concussions, getting hurt. Teddy Bridgewater came in and got hurt a couple times, so now they're on their third stringer. Yeah, who did well. He did good. Yeah, he played okay. I mean, he threw a couple interceptions, but I think that he made up for it by moving the offense. He made some really good throws throughout the whole game, start to finish, that were dropped, badly dropped by his receivers. Hill, Waddle, both of them dropped passes. The thing about the the Bills, there was a sequence where the end of the second quarter, the Dolphins kicked a field goal with seven and a half minutes left. Then they got the ball back again, another field goal with two minutes left, and then they get the ball back again, another field goal with one minute left. So, you know, they're chipping away and they get it down to a one touchdown game and then another turnover. They get the ball back and score a touchdown with 33 seconds left in the half. So that was a huge, and then they got the two-point conversion to Tyreek Hill. So they tied it at 17 with 33 seconds left. And then the Buffalo Bills, this is the the reason why they're such a prolific offense, because they take the ball, go right down the field, long pass, you know, chunk play to get them in field goal range, and then they drill a a 39-yarder with four seconds left. So it's 20 to 17, Bills leading going into the half. And I think that's a perfect example of how just incredible they are. They can strike from anywhere you give them 30 seconds left and they can run down the field and score we saw that last year when the bills played the chiefs in the divisional round and i just think that's the sign of a team that can win the super bowl right they can strike any moment you know they can take a lead and then the second half they went down they had that fumble by josh allen to begin the third quarter return for a touchdown and then they, the Bills came back and scored two touchdowns in the quarter. They had the drive that ended in the Cole Beasley short touchdown pass. And then they had that. And then three minutes later, they had that long pass down. The, well, it was 23 yarders, but that pass down the sideline to Gabe Davis in the end zone. They just strike. You know, yeah. they, they strike like lightning. It's, it's amazing. So yeah, they can come back in two seconds and they can build a 10 point lead in two seconds. 
Yeah, Josh Allen is definitely like the type of quarterback like Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Drew Brees. You know, those quarterbacks where just don't give them the ball. Just don't give them the ball. Don't If you give them the ball, they're going to march down the field and they're going to score on you. You just don't give them the ball. That's why, like, remember back in the day, they would kick away, you know, trying, like, not give Tom Brady the ball or give him good field. Uh, same thing with Drew Brees. And, you know, because, like, you give them the ball and they're going to be like, okay, watch this, you know, <laughs> and they're going to march down that field and they're going to beat you with three seconds left. That's what everybody was afraid Tampa Bay was going to do this time. They're like, oh, my God, if it's a close game, Tom Brady's going to come down to steal. How about the guy missing four extra points? Oh, my God, the <laughs> kicker. Oh, Imagine that's... if they lost by three points. I yeah. mean, that guy's never going to see the light of day. <laughs> yeah, I saw a quote by Jerry Jones saying, like, that was his biggest fear until, like, they started blowing him out. And he was like, yeah, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the, the good game's coming up. I'm excited to watch them. I think Cincinnati and Buffalo. Everybody's saying, you know, Cincinnati's offensive line was terrible. You know what? They play each other tough. It's going to be a good game. I mean, all the games right now, the games you kind of want to see. You're like, all right, I want to watch these games. I want to see what happens. But, you know, it's like there's understories behind this. You know, can Dallas overcome the 49ers? You know, can Cincinnati move on? I mean, can the Jaguars go to Kansas City and, you know, upset, you know, uh, Patrick Mahomes and them? So, I mean, this is going to be a good week to watch football. I think that the Jaguars actually do have a, a legitimate chance against the Chiefs. Yeah. The Chiefs, obviously, they're incredible. They, I think Patrick Mahomes set the record for passing yards in a single season this year. Yep, without Tyreek Hill. Yep. They're, <laughs> they're just a machine. Yep. I think we talked about their offense a couple episodes ago, a couple yep. weeks ago, where removing Tyreek Hill made their scheme yep. more healthy yeah. yep. in the long run. Yep. I think they are able to spread the ball around now, and, and Mahomes is playing way better this season. Yeah. yeah. So they're in a good spot. But I think they're vulnerable to a good offense. You know, I think Trevor Lawrence has his feet under him now. So he's kind of like, you know, he's playing very efficient and the offense is very efficient. And then uh, I think the Chiefs are vulnerable. They can take a lead and kind of play prevent defense and susceptible to passing. So I think I think it could happen. It's I mean, the, the Jaguars are definitely an underdog. Don't get me wrong. And then I think the Bills Bengals game is awesome. I'm I'm really happy the Bengals beat the Ravens because to miss as a football fan to miss out on this matchup would be disappointing. Yeah, I agree. So looking forward to the NFL. Just watch the Celtics. They are on a they're on such a roll. It's just ridiculous. I mean, I, I I'm kind of shocked at how good they're doing. The trade deadlines are coming up, so they can only like improve. What do you think? Well, Tatum's amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, 51 points the other day seven threes like he's just a machine yeah i mean we when we drafted him we all thought you know we heard a lot of comparisons to kevin durant and it's like well he's one of the best players of all time you know we can't compare a rookie to that but now that we're actually seeing it happen i mean it's amazing we haven't really had a player like tatum in celtics history since larry bird yeah i mean like even paul pierce couldn't really be compared to the the role that Tatum's on right now. Sure. I mean, it's just it's Pierce just, was consistent, but he didn't have a ceiling like this. No, uh, no, not at all. I honestly think, um, like they just rolled into Brooklyn and they had a streaking Brooklyn team that was doing really well, and we just beat them. And then I think we just then we lost, and we just came back and won again. So I mean, we're we're on pace to like have a phenomenal year, and I just hope we can carry it off into the playoffs. There's a lot of teams that are so good right now. Milwaukee's out there at the Heat. Uh, can only improve like we, we talked about this before you know as long as they got butler and you know if they can add some pieces they're going to be dangerous and then you got the the west there's so many teams out in the west that are good so it's going to be a nice playoff i think it's going to be a really good playoff i agree 
I, and the Celtics have the Warriors tomorrow night, which will be fun. Warriors coming to Boston. Oh, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I think they, they probably want a little revenge, especially because they lost to them a couple of weeks ago, too. Yeah. So the Celtics, they went off to that blazing start, 21-5. and five, Then they lost five out of six games, including yeah. two on the West Coast. Yeah. Their one win in that stretch was o- the overtime game at, at the Lakers. Yeah, that was a great game. Was, yeah. That was a great game. Yeah. Um, uh, and then after, since then... We've won. Well, we've only lost two games, so they are thirty-three and twelve right now on top of the standings. And ridiculous. I mean, it seems like they might only lose twenty games all season. That's ridiculous. They're just they're just stacked. And I think around the league, there's I feel like the the Celt- There's a lot of good teams, but I feel like the Celtics have to be in the Eastern Conference Finals. Like, yeah. if they're not in the Eastern Finals competing for you know the conference championship. I think it's a, a, a loss, you know, yeah. like I think I think it's a, a disappointment. Oh, 100%. I mean, it's like, I don't know, watching them, they, they should be the role model for other teams. Like, I'm, this is what I mean by this. They stuck with the young talent. They brought in the young talent. They surrounded themselves with the young talent. They got away from the older veterans, uh, except for Al Horford. They, they've brought in like a nucleus of people that can play together for a long time and have a good camaraderie. So they're like all basically around the same age. And they're all friends. Like, they get along real well with each other. They're having a good time. They joke. I mean, they brought a couple of, like, Blake Griffin. They brought some veterans in. But they didn't overpower it with veterans that are aging. They just kept it as a youth movement that, like, did really well, you know? And I think the Lakers need to do that. I'm still going to be on this Laker rant that they need to trade half those people because I like the Lakers being good. I don't like seeing the Laker franchise not being good. I'd like to see the the Knickerbockers do this. I'd like to see, you know, a lot of teams that I feel the fan base is deserving of good quality teams get away from bringing in aging veterans and locking up aging veterans to ridiculous contracts and then you, you hemlocking your franchise and then for years not being able to put on a good team after that. That's just stupid so i i'm a celtics die hard but i do like other teams to be well you know well-rounded to make the conferences more fun that's what's me for basketball i like to watch them battle sure and there's definitely a, a lot of good teams in the conference this year in the east mm-hmm. obviously the bucks with Giannis, they're amazing yeah philly's been playing well brooklyn they kind of cooled off a little they lost three games in a row but obviously they're stacked too you know, yeah. they went on that winning streak. Miami, I'll always say that I fear them. As long as they have Jimmy Butler, I think he's a badass. So I think they're always going to be good. Yep. But yeah, I mean, it's pretty tight. Like, there's a lot of teams that are competing for the East. Yeah. I just think that Boston, as long as they stay healthy, they are pretty much expected. As long as they're healthy, my expectation is that they're in the finals. Yeah, yeah. And, and so it, at this point, it would be disappointing if they, if they let that down. Yeah. I'm but they're going to be good. I'm looking forward to the, the Golden State game. I, I want us to redeem ourselves. You know, <laughs> I do. I just, <laughs> Me too. I just don't like the mouth on Draymond Green. I mean, everybody's like, oh, that's what, that's his game. No, he takes things to a, a level you don't have to take it to. I mean, he, he's just an ass. He, yeah. I mean, he's just an ass. And he's, if it wasn't for everybody around him, he wouldn't even be in the conversations. Like, he's not that good. I mean, he's okay. You're a mediocre player. I'm saying it. <laughs> and you all can repost this. You're mediocre. You're not that good. You know who's good? Steph Curry's good. <laughs> Those yeah. players around you are good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's going to be awesome that they get to come to the Garden tomorrow. And I think it's going to be electric. I mean, I don't know. I, maybe, the, you know, the Warriors are, are the ones that won the title. So they probably don't care. Yeah. They probably laugh at the fact that oh, they're definitely this means us. something to us. Yeah, they're definitely going to tease us. But the last five years or so, this has always been a good matchup. Yeah. Even when the Celtics weren't contenders. Yep. 
it was always a, a you know prove yourself game for, for Boston. And so I feel like even though the Warriors they're sitting at five hundred still, you know, it's always an exciting matchup. So yep. we'll see how it goes. I remember there was rumors though trading Rondo for Seth and I wish we had done that. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't that just be nice? saying I mean, <laughs> it would have been an awesome situation for Boston. Uh, it's gonna be fun to like watch that. That's gonna be a great game. I don't know if you watch the lately the Bruins the Bruins your team is like on fire they're on fire fire I mean their record is just ridiculous yeah yeah 34 and 5 and 4 they're <laughs> they're 11 points up on the second place team in the Eastern Conference is that uh, Toronto 10 points up Carolina Carolina in the division yeah. they're 11 points up on Toronto oh all right I mean this isn't even close yeah <laughs> yeah they're playing phenomenal hockey they had that winter classic game at fenway park where it looked a little dicey but then they came back and stole the win at the end like i mean then they had that six nothing game the other day like they just they're a machine yeah i don't know there's something about them this year where they're just they're ready to go yeah i think it's camaraderie like i was just saying on basketball and it's camaraderie they brought in these players that and they're, they're all gelling together and a lot of them are bring back players that have played with each other for a long time so they got this like you know need of urgency to perform and win. They want to go out winning, and I think that's the whole thing that's going on. They're bringing players that are like you know win now attitude and like back each other up very well. All three of our lines are just ridiculous. Yeah, I just think that it's amazing how their core of veterans. I mean, obviously they don't have Chara anymore, right? But like Bergeron, Krejci, and then pairing them with the rest of the you know guys they brought in like Hall and everybody. I mean, they're just stacked, and they're probably going to add someone at the trade deadline, too. Yeah, yeah, and that that's just going to be ridiculous. I mean, our goaltending's been, like, ridiculously good. I mean, you, you got to give them up. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're probably, the, probably going to win this trophy. Yeah, I mean, the combo of Swayman and Allmark, it's pretty much a luxury because you can plug in the backup goalie on, on to give the starter a break, and he still comes through for you. I mean... That's tough to compete with on a day-to-day basis, like if you're the other team. So yeah, it reminds me of uh, the old days with Moog and Lemlin. Like you could just enter train, and like either one was like phenomenal. So you just flip them out, you know. And then it didn't matter who was in net; they still had that chance of winning. So that's what this tandem seems to be doing too. Yeah, it gives the guys in front of them a lot of confidence to know that whoever's back there, they can trust them. Yeah, I mean that makes a huge difference. Yep. 100%. You can play more aggressive when you know that the goal, you can count on the goalie. I mean, they're just a machine. Pasternak, he's unstoppable. He's second in the league in goals, 35 goals already, uh, 24 plus minus. I mean, this guy just comes through every night. Yeah. And Marshan hasn't been fined. So that's a positive. Marshan hasn't done anything stupid. <laughs> Go, Marshan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a legend. Yeah, yeah, a legend for the wrong reasons. I mean, <laughs> listen, I. I love Brad. I think he's awesome. But oh my God, Brad, don't do anything stupid. You know, don't, don't, don't do anything dumb right now. He's one of those guys where you love him when he's on your team and you hate him when he's on the other team. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Tom Brady. Yeah. <laughs> everybody, <laughs> I remember everybody hated Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. He goes to the Buccaneers and all the Buccaneers fans are like, oh my God, he's the greatest. Yeah, you hated him when he was on our team. <laughs> <laughs> I know we were just talking about hockey, but yeah. what do you think is going to happen with Brady now? He's a free agent. Don't There's care. definitely some options around the league where he would fit. I don't care. There's nothing else this man can do. I don't care what he does. You know what? He can do whatever he wants. Everybody's like, what, will he what do you back think to the Patriots? he'll do? I don't believe in my heart he'll come back to the Patriots. I would like that. That would be like a Cinderella ending if he came back and won it all. I don't believe he will do that. I believe he's either going to go to Las Vegas or I think he's going to go to an AFC East team that's contending. Do I think the Dallas, the Miami Dolphins are going to take away 
Tua instead of Brady. Uh, it would be stupid because you're only going to get Brady on a one or two year deal and you could have Tua for years. I think that would be dumb. You could put him on the Jets where he would definitely shine. The Jets have a great, phenomenal up-and-coming team. They just need a quarterback. And Their young players yeah. on that team are nasty. Yeah, Running just, back yeah. and receiver. Yeah. And even offensive line, they've invested yeah. top draft picks. Right. Would I absolutely hate that? 100%. I would absolutely hate that. Oh, that would be disgusting. Yeah, to have Brady If Brady went us. to the Jets, I would. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it, was, it would, it would, <laughs> I would have a, a, I would have a meltdown. <laughs> but I have to say, he's probably going to play again. Everybody's like, he's done, he's retired. I don't think so. He could even go back to Tampa, but I think Tampa's defense showed that they can't get it done. And Brady is at the twilight of his career, so I don't think he's going to go there because he's going to go, I don't have time for rebuilding. I, I want to go and win now. So, I mean, there's teams out there that you know could bring him in, and they're like one player away from winning, and it's a quarterback, and we just mentioned a couple of them. So, I mean, I could see it. I think, obviously, San Francisco is... I think they've always been on the table for Brady because that's like his childhood team. But I want to see I think Brady now, the, yeah. yeah. Brady takes him to the Super Bowl, then uh, nope. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a tough conversation nope. the more they, they play well. Nope. But the, I mean, the offense is perfect for him. Yeah. Their offensive line is, is stacked. They've got the tight end in George Kittle, who he always loves to throw to tight ends. Yeah. They've got uh, the possession receivers, Samuel and Ayuk. Yeah. And then they got McCaffrey. I mean, it's ridiculous. When they he always loved having guys like James White, Shane Vereen, yep. Kevin Falk. Yep. Now you got the cheat code in McCaffrey that you can toss it to like 120 times a seat in during this, you know, 120 catches in the season. Obviously, Brady would love to play there. Yeah, it would be ridiculous. He would he would absolutely destroy teams if you, if they got Brady. But you know what? He's I don't what? know if they have the the cap space or anything, but take a he don't need the money. Take take a discount. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, go go for go for the go for the gold. I mean. I mean, he's a legend, but I don't know. I don't know what he's going to do. No one really knows. I, I, I don't think he's going to go to the Patriots. Um, I don't either. Uh, everybody's like, oh, the Patriots. Yeah, he did that already. Why would he come to the Patriots? Yeah. There's uh, there's simply better options around the league. Well, we have $30 million to spend on, on free agents, so I, I mean, I could see it. I mean, we could bring in a bunch of people. I mean, Lamar Jackson? Uh, ooh, what that do you would be say? Would I like to see Lamar in a Patriots uniform? I would. Uh, he's only got one playoff win. He's he's injury prone. No, I wouldn't. I like Lamar Jackson. So I'm not trying to down any Baltimore. I see why Baltimore's not giving him the money. I do. I do. I get it. And I see why he didn't go I to the playoff it. game. I do. I see why he didn't go to the playoff game. You're not going to support me. I'm not going to support you. I mean, it is what it is. Do I think we need a, someone like Lamar Jackson? I think we need to give our quarterback at least one more year with an offensive coordinator that knows what he's doing before I make any decision like that. Mac Jones isn't a bad quarterback. Uh, he needs to shut his mouth. He needs to not yell at his, his players. And he needs to just be a quarterback that knows he's not at that elite level where you can take your mouth and get away with the things you, you say to your players. I think, yeah, I think you're right. And in a perfect world, I think Lamar Jackson would be amazing on this team. Yeah. I don't know what their scheme is, but I think a coach like Belichick would have you know, something prepared for a guy like Jackson, who's obviously an electric playmaker. Is it going to be Jack and is it going to be Bill O'Brien? I mean, is Bill O'Brien going to be the offensive coordinator? I mean, there's so much stuff going on right now that you just don't know. What about uh, Absolutely. What, Cl Cliff Kling Klingsbury? The Kingsbury, yeah. yeah. So he was drafted by the Patriots, so yeah. he has that connection. Yep. I mean, there's things that can happen. So I'm, I'm more down on Kingsbury just because I didn't like the offense in um, Arizona. Yeah. I thought they were just one-dimensional. 
Well, he's in Taiwan. He <laughs> took, Thailand. Yeah, Thailand. He's like, he left. He's like, I'm out. And he's like, I have no desire to talk to anybody. So he just like, he took his ball and he left people. <laughs> yeah, so he signed an extension before this season, like after yeah. last season. Yeah. And then the next season he got fired. So, yeah. you know, he's going to enjoy getting paid for a couple more years. Yeah, he took his ball and went home. I would too. I'd be like, peace, <laughs> pay me. You know, it's, 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 it's funny. Like, I think the whole situation, there's going to be a lot of flipping and flopping. And, you know, where's Sean Payton go? I mean, where's Sean Payton going to go? Like, there's The Chargers are a big, you know, rumor for Sean Payton. Denver. Yep. I yep. mean, they they both got solid quarterbacks. Obviously, Russell Wilson had a pretty rough year, but I mean, there's got to be something salvageable there. Yeah. They don't have a choice. No. They got. But the Chargers with Justin Herbert, I mean, they could definitely use a guy like Peyton. You know, someone who yeah. is obviously a, a decorated offensive coach. Yeah. Did it for many years. Yeah. I mean, credit to Drew Brees for being one of the best quarterbacks of all time, too. Yeah. But maybe, you know, you give Peyton a guy like Herbert, he can turn him into that. Yeah, yeah. And, and listen, he's thrown up some numbers. He did well for me on fantasy. <laughs> he did some pretty good numbers on fantasy for me, so uh, I'm not mad at him. I mean, my team end up crapping the bed because of injuries, but you know what? <laughs> That's why you play fantasy. So anything else to add before we go? Uh, let's see. Do you want to do some picks real quick for the NFL yeah, why weekend? Not? So why not? Bills or Bengals? I think. Bills are going to win it. I like the Cinderella story last year of the Bengals. I thought it was great. I think they do have a lot of injuries and they're going to limp into Buffalo and it's going to be in Buffalo. And I just think, I think the Bills, I think the Bills are the favorite to go to the Super Bowl in the AFC. I do. I think they're going to represent really well. I really like Joe Burrow and I think the Bengals defense is underrated. Yeah. So I'm going to go with the Bengals. Right. Little, it's an underdog pick, but I really like the Bengals. Perfect. Jaguars or Chiefs? You got to go into Patrick Mahomes' house. Patrick Mahomes is one of those quarterbacks that you give him that ball for the last minute, and he's going to drive down that field. Trevor Lawrence hasn't proven he can do that yet. Uh, I know I'm going with the favorites, and I hate it, but I got to go with Kansas City. Yep, me too. Yep, I yep. do. I do. They're eight and a half point favorites uh, at home. So, uh, sorry, Jaguars. That's fans. tough. That's a tough matchup, yeah. but I don't know. Maybe the Jaguars have the magic this year. Yeah. Giants or Eagles? Eagles. <laughs> the Eagles are stacked. Yeah. They're my favorite to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. The Cowboys are 49ers at San Francisco. I know. And I know that San Fran's stacked. And I hate Dallas. I hate them with <laughs> all my heart and passion. I, I really wanted to see them lose to the Bucks. Yeah. Jerry with some Jones. Tom Brady ma like magic comeback. That would have been great. But I'm going to say, as an upset pick, I'm picking the Dallas Cowboys over the San Francisco 49ers. Okay. Because I like Dallas's defense. Yeah. I mean, Micah Parsons is so disruptive. Exactly. He's electric. Like, when he gets going, he's impossible to stop. He's like their new version of Aaron Donald or something. I agree. I'm going with the 49ers. I mean, I think they're just too good. They're overwhelming on offense, and their pass rush is suffocating. So I'm going with the 49ers. Also, I think the Cowboys are t still turnover prone, even though, you know, they had a pretty clean game against the Bucks. I thought that was a tough matchup for the Bucks, and this is going to be a tough matchup for the Cowboys. So I'm going to go 49ers. Every part of my soul aches for saying that I'm taking the Cowboys. I just want you to know that. <laughs> it hurts me inside. <laughs> Anything else you want to add before we go? That's it. Hey, well, Looking forward to more football. Oh, absolutely. So thank you all for listening to us. You can also follow us on podcast venues, wherever you listen to. Tune in next week or two weeks from now, actually. We do bi-weekly. So we'll see you then on First and Fanatic. Shh.